morning, good evening, good night yeah. Welcome to the show, what a wonderful delight uh. Yeah, Patsy and T-Rods, better chop up on the mic Just sit back, have a laugh, catch a vibe, and enjoy the ride Yeah Today's episode is presented by your new favorite vodka, Game Day, a smoother, better vodka that embodies the spirit of the game. Check out Game Day Vodka on social to see if they rep your team's colors. Use promo code TROS to get a 15% off your order. Shout out Game Day Vodka, the spirit Shout of the game. game. I need to get some bottles in the background. Yep, we need to get the bottles in the background. They have, uh, they've been our longest sponsor. I mean, they've been with us from the start. They're making big moves. You're going to see them across the whole united states here very soon so oh, big time. go so, check out their I'll website their, sorry game day and and use that promo code t ross to show your support for our podcast and uh let's get into this episode all right back with another episode episode 40 i mean damn long time coming we got our young boy here our guy tyrus hosley we've known him for since day one i mean it goes way back with us and uh Wanted to have you on, man, to talk about your brand. I mean, what you've been up to. I mean, I know you've, you've had a lot of growth in your life. I mean, I've seen you doing big things, man. It's, it's really good to see you, especially after posting that picture of me and you back in the day when it's like, Great. you're just, you're just a little kid. And, uh, so how's everything going, man? Everything is good. Just trying to, you know what I'm saying, keep the ball rolling. Uh, trying to stay moving, working out, still trying to hoop a little bit. Um, but also at the same time, just, yeah, trying to grow this, trying to grow this brand, man. That's dope, bro. I mean, that's, hey, I, I wear these shirts all the time. Like, I got – I wear these shirts probably two, three times a week. And, like, more and more people start to ask me, yo, where are you getting that shirt from? Where you get that shirt from? Like, oh, that's a really good-fitting shirt. Like, so, yeah, it's my little homeboy from back home. And they always put me on. And it's so dope now that you got a pop-up coming out here in, what, like, uh, this Saturday, actually. Yeah, so yeah. that's going to be dope. I'm definitely going to try to turn out because I need to get some more shirts. But uh, – we definitely shout that one out because that's gonna be a big event. That's dope. You're doing it, bro. You, you pretty much east and west coast now, so you're doing it worldwide, worldwide. Try to. <laughs> to, bro. What um? So give us a little bit more info on the the pop up uh the pop up shop. Where 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 and what time? And give these people some updates. So the pop up would be uh at Status Orlando, which is uh, located in downtown Orlando. I believe it's off of Magnolia um, Avenue. Um, and doors open at twelve. Um, so essentially, uh, this is, this is my first one. So it's kind of a big day for me. Um, so yeah, just, uh, everybody coming through and hopefully, you know what I'm saying? They like it. Um, essentially this is my exposure. Like I was just saying, this is now like East coast. I mean, the people from back home and seeing a little bit of what I got, but I'm actually just relaunched a whole new line of products, uh, you know, with better fitting stuff and just in a sense leveled it up a little bit. So uh, I'm really excited for what's, what's coming soon for sure. So, um, Give us just like a little background then, like on this inspiration, man. Like, yeah, when did I start? How did it start? Yeah, how did it start? Because I mean, story, the origin story. Because you're a hooper, yeah. like that. Yeah. That's where you were hooping. First of all, you went to college, had yeah. a, had a good career playing college basketball. Obviously, you still have aspirations to keep playing. And then, I mean, I didn't. Obviously, I didn't know anything about your clothing line. Then, boom! All of a sudden, it's boom! It's out there, and you're you're yeah. getting it out there. Like Terrence said, you're East Coast, West Coast now. Like, just give us like the whole background on all of that. Man, it's a it's a it's a kind of a big story, I guess, in a sense. It's a lot of factors that play into it. So I've always been in the fashion. Um, I say I got that just more so from my family. Uh, fashion, fashion. Yeah, yeah, y'all all got the same 
signature. So at least, <laughs> at least you impose it because yes, y'all too. Sometimes like it's hard to tell y'all apart when y'all from a distance. When y'all was younger, it yeah. was way easier. Now <laughs> I'm like it's hard to really tell. Like you, it's crazy. I, I don't know, but either way, keep going, keep going. Y'all twins. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, obviously y'all know that. So uh, just where the the fashion, that's where it all started. Um, but I was in high school. My boy had a brand called Lead the Followers, and um, shout out Jordan Fino, man. And so I kind of worked with him on that. Um, because I was, you know, blessed and privileged to know people that had somewhat of, you know, influence. So I really worked hard in trying to like promote his stuff. And I've always had aspirations to start mine, but I just knew it was a lot of time and things that went into that. So obviously at the time trying to, um, you know, uh, accomplish whatever I need to in basketball, I didn't have the time to, you know, start a business, obviously. So um, that that's kind of where it all kind of started. And then um, during quarantine, matter of fact, um, I was like, I had two overseas offers and um, both of those just kind of just didn't work out just with COVID and everything like that. So I was sitting around for a little bit. And so, uh, one of the people that, uh, I've been friends with actually friends with my oldest brother. Um, I go to their house, Jarvis and Jules love, I go to their house often. And she, they really preach like, you know, be your own entity, be your own brand. You know, they really preach. You don't need to really work for, you know, anybody else. If you don't have to, like you, you know, you're cool enough in a sense to, to, to do something on your own. So. They were pushing it to me for a while, and I actually went down with an ankle injury that kept me out for four weeks. That That's what they said, um, but it ended up being 13. So I will always be over there, and I was over there with Twan. Um, he was going through his uh, his rehab for his Achilles and things like that. So she was saying, like, she kept pushing it to me for, like, the first couple weeks, saying, like, now you can work on your brand. Now you can work on your brand. And I was just like, nah, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm still focused on hoops. Like, I'm trying to get back rehab so I can get more footage out, so I can get to teams, like, all that different stuff. So eventually, like, I think, like, we – five or six hit and like my ankle still fat. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna be here for a minute. So we just started like kind of brainstorming. And um, so me and the, the lady I'm talking about, Jules, we were just talking just like regular conversation, just like this, we're sitting in her kitchen. And so we're just talking about random, like not even about the brand, which is crazy. And then, so she was talking about all these things about me and about my journey and everything like that. She's like, yeah, you just seem like so like divine and da 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 and all this was going on. I, I like, I was listening to her cause she was saying a lot. And I was like, wait a minute, go back again? Like, what'd you say? She's like, everything's like so divine with you. And I was like, you wanna know it's crazy? And she's like, what? I was like, that's my middle name. And she was like, shut the fuck up. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's my name. She was like, that's your brand. And so she does, she does graphic designing, things like that. So like literally at that point, like she ran upstairs, grabbed her computer, and then it's just been a we just been working ever since. That's so. crazy, bro. That's the hardest part, really, is getting the name and getting you know, your signature out there. And that's yeah. where you started. Like, I think with us, that was the last thing we tried to do was like get the name together. But you yeah. did the hardest part first. And I'm sure after that, everything was just like a snowball effect. It definitely was. It was just more so at that point, it was just researching you know, different companies with Divine. Because there's a couple of different brands out there that necessarily have Divine. But that's why I emphasize the XX with Divine because obviously what Divine means and everything like that and how to connect the X's and that. Um, I feel that's important that people know it's XX Divine. Um, you know, it's different because everything kind of ties together because my brand is more so it's a deeper meaning behind it um, other than just things like kind of looking cool. You know what I mean? So that it, it is amazing, like what the pandemic did, because obviously we started ours kind of right in the middle of it all, too. And then uh, you, when you have downtime, like you said, even even with your even with your injury, it's like when you get downtime, you just start to think of things like, hey, this is the idea we got. Let's like, man, let, let's let's fucking do it. Like, yeah. And then just the big part is being consistent with it and sticking to it. Because, you know, Facts. sometimes you have the up and downs. Hey, it starts off great. Like we had a lot of pop when the bubble started because it was like the hot thing. 
and then yeah. you know it dies down but it's like you got to continue to to ride those peaks but um so what do you have planned for the future man i know you have a lot of a lot of other things like planned what, what, what's the next big step for you then as this company and obviously as your brand um i feel like the big step is kind of what i'm doing right now i took a lot of time uh effort and energy i invested in myself so i'm in miami right now at least for the next two months um just more so being just more so being here so i can still kind of work out work on my game um but at the same time i mean this is a great place to try to grow uh, any business really but definitely something like clothing with everybody as many people there is here always people coming in and out um and then just trying to of course bump shoulders just with the right people man and I feel like that's really big. So that's that's something that I set back with my boy, um, DeAndre Osiway. We had kind of he comes out here every summer to work out. Um, so he's like, you know, let's just kind of put this together, um, and then you know that way we both kind of stay up on our shit. And um, yeah, man, that's that's kind of what's going on. That's what's big. And then from here on out, then everything is just kind of kind of say like a snowball effect, or in a sense, of leveling up from here on out. That's crazy, man. You Miami. That's that's like a perfect place. It's, and it's open. Like Miami is open, so it, it feels like it's somewhat normal like exactly. i know a lot of places yeah. still kind of have a lot of restrictions but bro yeah like this pop-up is gonna be dope especially in florida it's gonna be a ton of people coming out and then you being in miami that's a perfect place to grow a brand like that's like there's so many fashion districts and there's so much like like people just doing passion out there it's gonna be you in the right spot to do that so especially for the next two months yeah you're, you're definitely gonna you're definitely gonna grow some more out there bro it, it's interesting how even in the podcast game to like even clothing how it's ultra competitive and there's a ton of them but at the same time like it, it seems like I don't, i'm not 100 percent sure but like it seems like in the fashion industry also like you're trying to also help each other in a way too oh, and i feel like that's the same as like podcasting which makes it really interesting because you know obviously you're competing for sponsorships like you're competing for sales mm. but at the same time it's like you're able to collab with people you're able to each mm. like help each other grow but like where where are you how are you going to set yourself different than the rest? Um, I feel like, like a loaded question. That's such a yeah, loaded question. No, <laughs> it's cool though. I got, I got, I got the answer for it. I feel like that goes back to like the the, the meaning of the brand. I feel like that's what's going to set me apart from everybody. Because um, no offense to any other brand out there, I feel like with my brand, I can go many different directions. Like I, uh, one my guy actually, uh, Jules' husband Jarvis, he preached to me big goals. So not only do I want to have like a dope clothing company, but I mean. With XX Divine, there's many different things I can do. I can do home decor, motivational quotes. People love having different motivational quotes in their, you know what I'm saying, in their homes. Um, I can start basketball teams, soccer teams, what I could do. I mean, shit. I mean, it's literally the sky's the limit, bro. I mean, like, and even as I say that, like an airline, just with the slogan, what divine means and saying, like, you know, trusting the time and trust when you get there. Like, there's literally, I can go any direction with this shit. So it's like, um, I feel like that's what kind of sets me apart from everybody. Cause my thing is like clothing is like what I do currently. And like, I will always do clothing, but as I, as clothing grows and like, I'm more so trying to get onto the next project and the next project and the next project. And I feel like that's what kind of se separates me. Cause um, like I said, no, no, you know, this to any brand, but like, I mean, shit, vape, vape can't have, you know what I mean? Like uh home slogans, you know what I mean? Like, no, no you know what I mean? Like it's different. You know what I mean? Which, yeah, I was saying, like I said, yeah certain households just, yeah maybe maybe <laughs> maybe maybe but yeah i just i just feel like the what divine what xx divine kind of means and what it stands for it's like everybody needs it you know what i mean like everybody like everybody at some point you know is, is down in their process about whatever's going on or somebody's trying to get to something so whether it's whether it's hoop football uh promotion on a job like you know what i mean like as long as you kind of 
work and trust in the process, everything ended up the way that it's supposed to. So like I said, anybody can use that. And I feel like that's what kind of separates me um, from everybody else. Yeah, Terrence, wait, look it. You, you no, said it's a loaded no, question. No, it you is, knocked this is. shit out the park, it, man. It, <laughs> and, that, and that's great. And that's the best thing is like, you are, you're thinking outside the box, bro. You're being so creative. Well, the biggest thing I lack is creativity. I feel like it's hard for me to even yeah. sit down and be like, okay, let me try to think of something. Like we can't even think of a name for this event that we're throwing. And it's just like, that should be like, not even a problem. But for us, it's like, oh my God, even for this name, bro, it's the T Ross podcast. Like we, it's almost like, it's almost like we put no thought into it, but like, honestly, that was like, we rushed to go though. We rushed yeah. to get it going. And that was like, our thing was yeah, we, getting we, out the line, but it's getting out. Yeah. yeah. We had to get out the gate or we knew that we were going to be stalled at the gate before we even took off. So it was like, the name but now we like, can't change it. And now we can't change it, bro. And so the, yeah. the good thing about you is like you think of outside the box about everything. Like you thinking about you know this, that, and then that's cool. Because for us, bro, that, oh, it is it's terrible. It, it, I wish we just had just a just a tiny bit of creativity <laughs> you have in this like the direction sense. Like it's hard, bro. All it is, all it is, I feel like it's just setting your sights on like whatever it is, and like it'll come to you. Just like with the brand, like how it came about. Like we was talking about, bro. I don't know what we was talking about. Bro. We were just talking, bro. And she was just on the, like, you know what I'm saying, leaning on the kitchen counter, and then boom, like that's how it happened. You know what I'm saying? It happened when it's supposed to happen. At least, like, like kind of. You have answers for these questions, which is good because a lot of people don't. Like, bro, and it's hard. It's hard because like, yeah. you ask us that same question, Stephen asked us, and we gonna be like, <clears throat> well, the, uh, <laughs> uh, yes, like, well, what sets I us apart? We just talk. We just talk. <laughs> and that's why we were like, let's do a podcast because that's all it is, just us talking in circles. But yeah, you have a special gift, divine, if I might say. Yeah. Uh, XXX. Bro, you, yeah. You got, yeah. Okay. Thanks, Stephen. Um, <laughs> but no, for sure, though. Like, you, you got the easiest part, you got the hardest part down. So I have no doubt that you're going to, in the next five, six, seven years, this is going to be something like we probably never even imagined. And then you can help us with our merch too. Thanks. Please. That's awesome. We'll hire, we'll, we'll hire you. We'll yeah, hire you. <laughs> hire us. We're going to be asking him for a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but to keep it real though, man, like just to see your progression from obviously when we I first met you as a little kid to being like, not to be rude, but you're the fat little chubby kid. And oh, then to see you. Because this is coming from another kid who is also. Yeah, no, exactly. He knows it. He knows it's love. It's not like yeah, I'm just dogging sure. on it. I'm not dogging on it. But like, <laughs> to see you grow, like, just, just talk. I want you to talk about that though, for real, because you put a lot of time, and I think this is why you're able to excel in this type of branding and to build your own brand, because you did go through the struggles, man. Like, you were always like a skilled basketball player, but you weren't always the most athletic. You weren't the best in shape. And you pushed yourself to get to that, and it was a long process. It was it, was, it took you years like that. Yeah. That's that's dedication. That's so a good Yeah. So talk about like even just that transformation, and then now like this next transformation you're making, like where it started for you there. I would say, uh, I guess I'll start with where I'm at now and kind of show how it connects back. It's like I'm a big person on process. Like I don't, I'm not really like I love instant gratification, but I I, I love the process more. I feel like that's what like a lot of people struggle with. A lot of people don't want to go through like the down days or, you know what I mean? Like the hurting days, but like, I'm cool with that. Cause at the end of the day, like I get to look back and say like, you know what I mean? Like I did that shit, you know what I mean? So with the whole weight loss thing, like whether it was different diets or different workouts, like everything was a process. Some shit worked, some shit didn't, you know what I mean? So 
um, that that's kind of how I now as I do what I do now, like why I'm OK with, you know, like I said, the process of growing. So even now, like as I'm nowhere close to where I want to be, like you could probably look at the brand and say, like, man, you started this five months ago. and Like, man, you were a long way, but like I'm nowhere where I want to be. But I'm cool with like every day, like trying to, mm. you know what I mean? So like and, and, and honestly, it takes a lot of sacrifices, you know what I mean, with the process. You know what I mean? So like whether it was without when I was losing weight, whether it was diet, like I said, or workouts or even this like sacrifice, like like money wise, you know what I mean? Like to pour out this money for something that may or may not happen. Like that's just a part of that's a part of this process. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm very comfortable with um, with the process and I'm very comfortable. I'm a big person, too, on betting on myself, because um, even speaking back to the weight loss and everything like that, like coming out of high school, um, like I didn't have a, a scholarship offer. I had I had one look. Um, and it was crazy as it can, as as it was was University of San Francisco and the coach ended up getting fired and then I like I literally had nothing, uh, but I just kind of in a sense bet on myself so I had to go JUCO the NAIA and then finally the end at the D two you know what I mean like but all that shit is all process you know what I mean so mm-hmm. I was very comfortable with going through every step um, not really caring what anybody had to say or anything like that because at the end of the day like I'm I know that or at least I feel I'm gonna outwork you so even if I'm not where you are now like I'll meet you there at some point for real Big that. Time. It's interesting because I, I still work with a lot of younger guys in a, you know, basketball training, coaching. Yeah. And like you said, the instant gratification thing, I feel like is really it's becoming a bigger issue nowadays for some reason. I don't I don't know what it is, but I, it might be like I want to get your opinion on this. Do you think it's a social media aspect? Because everyone's seeing everyone's like wins and they're not seeing their losses or they're not seeing the time it takes to win that. Yeah. And like I, I just see guys like they they really they like they want it but then they it's like oh if it doesn't happen right away yeah, you're like, seeing the now and not the process and that's exactly what got messed up it, yeah. it, it is it the social media though because i i just feel like we didn't have that so. we me and terrence didn't have that growing up so it was no, like we a li- we did but like i didn't have instagram to like my last couple years it's, of college bro but, but i mean let let t answer let t answer I would I would say it's definitely I say social media is definitely a, a, a like I say ninety percent of it. But the thing where I don't get about social media is like it's a lot of it's a lot of cappers on the social. So it's like I don't even really like you know what I mean. Like I don't pay like I don't know. I feel like you just shouldn't pay too much attention to it because it's people yeah. you know flex, flexing and flossing like they got it, but really they don't. Or even if they do, it's just like that's just not your situation. It's not real, exactly. Perfect. It's, that's exactly. Yeah, it's just how you should say it. It's just not mm-hmm. yours. So like, make your situation like you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. whether it's like everybody wanting to be like the best hooper out or yeah. the best whatever. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's just journey not the same, man. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's. Everybody it's, it's like I, I just see so many guys like worried about taking the next picture for Instagram and not worried about winning the game and. Yeah, I don't know. And I, it's just like I just a lot of things come with I, I just feel like I was always taught to like do whatever we can to win as a player. And that led to yeah. more success. It led to more success for myself personally. But uh, yeah, maybe it's just because I feel a little bit older and like I wasn't worried about posting shit on my Instagram when I well, okay, look, well, I don't know. Well, don't think of it like that, because for sure. Now, today, you have like your Mikey Williams, you have. You know, yeah. your money base. You have all those like high prospect kids. Like you had a couple like high pros like prospect talents on our team, like Cole Anthony, RJ Hampton. Yeah, I knew those guys from like YouTube, Instagram posts, Balls Life, all that. And then today, I think it's it's back in the day for us. The we might not have had like you know Facebook to the point where it was like Instagram and like all that Twitter stuff. But at the same time, we did. 
I think the thing that kind of drove us was just like knowing that okay, there's rankings. Like the rankings yes, were like yes. way it played a way bigger role. Because I remember I always looking at rankings, even in rivals, the state. Yeah, rivals, rivals. in-state rankings, rivals, ESPN, it's all true. that. That right? is true. Like, that is true. Like, that that drove me crazy. I, I would spend hours me looking too. at like other kids' crazy. YouTube clips online, thinking like, "Damn, like I'm better than him. I'm not better than this guy. I want to play him. I don't like all this other stuff." So I'm just like, that was kind of like Instagram in a sense, where like yep. if you saw a good article on yourself, or you saw even a picture or a thumbnail, whatever it might have been. That's like that instant gratification. Some guys had it more like, and yeah, there's like the guys who had like superstars, like the LeBrons and in high school talking, but like LeBron, OJ Mayo, like he was a superstar in high school. Like there's all these guys that had that crazy stuff. But at the end of the day, like it doesn't really matter until you go on to that next phase, you make it to the next level. But it's just not everybody's seeing the work that goes into it. And everybody's just seeing the flashy highlight plays, this and that. And I think honestly, that's kind of what's hurting the NBA yeah. because now you get all these young dudes coming to the league not necessarily understanding how to play the, the game and knowing the X's and O's. You have a lot of guys just pretty much getting to the league because their talent and their youth. And when they get here, sometimes they don't have all the the like the knowledge and the mental aspect of the game. And it's just it just changes the way that we play in. Like the game is different than it was just Seven, eight years, like nine years ago when I got into the league, it's it's like two. No, nah, no, nah, I would say like 10, 11. It's probably, yeah, like 11 is probably when it got like really different in the NBA. But I don't know, bro. It's just. It's a it's motivation thing, man. It's it's a motivation thing. Like you said, like. But it's, that, you can that, manipulate that, though. In a yeah. good or bad way without you even knowing. So who knows? Exactly. Know. Exactly. Because like Terrence Redden on how I used to look at like the scout profiles, like what my stars were. Mm-hmm. what the rivals were what the in-state stuff was like that one motivated me like i see on espn oh i'm the 150th small forward in the nation or whatever it was like that was the motivation and and I, there's definitely guys that use the instagram stuff and see other guys doing stuff that it's like you know what i need i need that I or need I, that. I, I i need to be that it's the same like the balls like the balls life like the mixtapes mixtapes were big for us like that was like youtube was the thing where it's like that's where you're gonna get seen yeah, but it, it, it's it's definitely interesting to see like how the culture of like basketball and just all even the social media has changed how I mean all of us think for sure. I'm trying it's to think, a, like even it's now. definitely like a like a blessing and a curse though in a sense because yeah. you have the the people who's in a sense trying to flaunt like they they're this or they whatever, but then at the same time I think like even more so for me to be honest because I wasn't like highly recruited or whatever coming out of high school it was like the whole social media aspect was better for me, honestly, because then I got to showcase myself against these top players versus like back in the day, like, or like when you guys were playing a little bit, like sometimes if you like weren't like a highly scouted guy and you yeah. might've, you know, busted the highly scouted guy's ass, like you may or may not have gotten the tape. But nowadays, yeah. like there's cameras everywhere. So now it's like, if somebody does something, it's almost like, like we, like everybody sees it. So oh, exactly. for sure, and that, but yeah. that's the thing you can manipulate that because now think about how many guys who have these clips of them just like super young in high school r- going through all these rankings, whatever, but they're dunking on people, catching lobs, going through the legs, doing that, and like that's every clip you see of them. Yeah, well, you don't get to see like anything else, but now everybody has the perception that this dude is just like the next big thing, or he's like elite at this, and yeah. really it's just like this dude has a ton of flaws in his game and turnovers. No. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Why do you see all dunk clips? It's probably because he can't shoot. Why do you see all yeah. dribble clips and passing clips? Because he can't shoot a score. Like it's just a whole yeah. bunch of stuff. And I think it's kind of. It would have helped me. I'll tell you that. 
The social media would have helped me, man. Sure, it would have helped man. everybody. But all my dunks, all a lot my of stuff. Too. Y'all remember Julian, Julian Newman or whatever the kid's name was? They thought yeah. he, was oh. like, he was He had a couple good clips and him dribbling, doing all this. And he's he just tiny. ended up getting he get tiny. And he just had no career beyond like his high school basketball playing days. So it's just like, it's yeah. crazy. And that's what, and that's what you were talking about. It's a process, bro. Everybody's yeah. going to go through a different process. Now everybody's going to have the same journey. It's up and down. Like even... And it's crazy because I never really thought I was going to the NBA. Not until like literally maybe the season before I left. Like I always thought I was going to just – just getting to college is just a blessing because I was like, I don't want to go to JUCO because I, I know my grades are terrible sometimes. I was like, I didn't, I didn't want and, – and I was like, I was not – I was terrible. At, like I, had, I was a bad test taker. So like the SAT, the – what's the other one? The SAT and the what? Uh, ACT. ACT. Yeah, ACT. I did better on the ACT. I barely I, – actually passed the last ACT exam test that you could take before you could get into school. And I passed it and I finally got in. So I was just happy to get to college. I was like, I'm going to do four years. I might go overseas and I'm done. Who knows? And then all of that changed. And then it just now this is, I'm finishing my ninth year in the NBA. And I just never really, I just, I don't know. I just never thought that would happen. And it's Over. weird because do you know how many, like, I'm sure y'all, we all went to school with guys who just knew that they were going to the league or played against guys who know they're going to the league or they were just going to play in bigger, better basketball games some somewhere down the line. And I always just thought about, hey, I just need the opportunity just to play because that's all I want to do. It's a good and mindset. It's, it's a good mindset to have though, man. It is. It, it is because now I'll be looking at my, my draft class. And I'm like, yo, all these guys are ranked higher than me and pretty much Majority of them are not even in the NBA anymore. Exactly. So it's just like it's it's crazy to think about. Man, like let's um the process. Let's uh switch topics, man. Let's uh I know we're throwing this on you, Tyrus, and I know you probably I don't know if you've been paying attention to it, but I know Terrence has been following this Bill Gates divorce. No, oh, big time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you, you don't have to chip in, but we're going to be talking and spitballing, and you can just throw your two cents cents on this. But <laughs> I, I, what did you hear about this, uh, Stephen? What did you hear about? Okay, so yeah. I started di- I started diving into it because obviously you know it happens. It's like the first report, boom, Bill Gates is getting divorced, so ton of money's involved. Yeah. Then you hear the next thing, no prenup. Oh, and then you hear the next thing, Bill Gates has like 150 lawyers working on the divorce. 150 lawyers. Well, you gotta think uh, whatever he has, yeah. 130 billion dollars. They gotta, he's gotta find every single way to save some some pennies. Yeah, because he, he's gonna lose. He's gonna be ungodly rich still, but he's not gonna be the richest guy in the world. No, no I mean, well, well, look at what happened to Bezos. He he got divorced and he lost 40 billion, and now he's still up there. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, no. My Bezos friend, is yeah, richer, that, though. That, yeah, they, they will find mm-hmm. rich people find a way to make money. So. But she, so she, she instantly the day they got separated, she instantly got two point eight billion dollars in stocks. What? That day. Same day, same day they got separated when they got. So what did she? So, why, so just walk away, lady. Wait, yeah, thanks, like, bro. What you, no, I, like, what are you? What are you? What are you going for? You want his whole life, like no two point eight bill. Right off the bat, first day, and that's that's just something basic. But I don't think she's like. Trying to get him for his money. Uh, there's obviously more to this story, and no, then sure. everything started leaking about him the meeting Epstein. with Jeffrey Epstein. I so, that's too, but yes. I mean, what? I mean, I'm sure she's known this. Yeah, 
for years. So, I'm sure this this can't be as like, oh, you really did meet with Jeff Bezos and all of that wasn't, you know, yada, yada, yada. No, like, but they, so. She would have him known way back in the day. Yeah, so that happened. So he started having frequent, more frequent meetings. This is the article I read. Had more frequent meetings with uh, Epstein. And so two years ago, she was like, that was one of the things that pushed her over the edge was oh. she didn't like his relationship. And I, I don't know, Tyrus, if you know, like the whole Jeffrey oh, Epstein, Epstein stuff. Thing, he, oh, yeah. I mean, I, look, I know what I need to just sum it up as he was a human trafficker. Yeah, yeah. human trafficker and really rich. And he connected with a lot of rich, powerful, rich people, politicians, and politicians billionaires. And yeah. Was yeah. basically feeding them. So that was one of the things. But then this is where Bill is the player is that he had like a little getaway place that he had with his ex. So, yeah. So he was wait, having wait, wait. Bill Gates had wait, what? Yes. So Bill Gates, his ex, before he even got married to Melinda. He asked his ex for her, his approval, her approval on uh, Melinda before they got married, and then they would still do vacations while they were married. Wow. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Melinda knew. That's, like, what it read. So, like, they had, like, a getaway house. It's just a small little, like, vacation home in the middle of nowhere. It looks like a normal-ass house. It's small, and I guess Bill and his... Bro, that's what... Bro, having billions in a bank probably makes people okay with that. Because that doesn't sound... Yeah. That's... That's popular. That's wild. That's, That's wild. ridiculous. That's wild. Hey, do you, do you, do you sure that, you're reading that right? Yes, hundred percent. I read, <laughs> I, I read, I read multiple articles on it and about how he always like still kept a close relationship with her. They go on even vacations and like he even asked her for approval to marry this chick. So I don't know. They got something weird going on there. But then it, it's funny because like all this stuff happens and then like these articles come out of like when Bill was, I don't know if you saw these ones, Terrence, but they were talking about like when Bill became like, you know, the whole Microsoft blew up that, that him and his buddies were having like these nude parties and then like strip clubs and like hookers and stuff. And it's like, it. I can very well say it's Bill where he's not, he doesn't seem like the ladies, man. So I could definitely see them paying through the nose for debauchery. And you're young, bro. It's like anyone. Like, dude, you're a billionaire at fucking however young I'm he was. Sure, I'm sure. I'm yeah. I'm, we. I mean, they're gonna go wild. We've all done that. We've all been in strip clubs. We've all had our times. Like, that's, yeah. Okay. But it's just Bill Gates because it's weird. Anytime <laughs> you bring that up, no matter you know what context is in, it looks a little janky. So it's just it is what it is. But nonetheless. It's a it's an interesting divorce, man. It's it is. I wonder how much he's gonna get. How ballpark it? How much is he worth? Look it up. He's worth one hundred twenty. He's a, he's worth one hundred twenty nine mil billion. So Bezos, I think, was worth like one hundred fifty at the time. That's retarded. And That's I, Bezos got divorced at a good time because after he got divorced, the pandemic hit, and then yeah. Amazon went even was higher because like everybody yeah. everybody was buying Amazon stuff. So he probably recovered a ton of that money back. But she got. She became one of the richest women in the world after getting divorced. Yeah, she goes and, and spends it on a teacher in Washington. Yes. Where? A teacher, Did you know right? that? Did you know this, Tyrus? He, Bezos' no. wife divorced literally him. divorced. They got divorced. How and much money now she she's, she she's she got like, like 40 billion. 40 billion. 40 billion. And 40 now she's billion, dating uh, dating a science teacher. A science teacher from a, the high school in where? Washington or something? Yeah, like up by like Washington or something. I, in one of those schools wow. up there. That's Just wow. imagine that. <laughs> Just imagine if your girl. If you, oh my god! Bro. I don't, That's I don't why. Care if I'm yeah. still rich, but like, 
I don't know. I don't know. It's just, no, just beat it. Hey, you beat that's a chick why. out. You beat a chick yeah, out. And then you're like, you don't know who she is. You might not even know who she is. Like, yeah. if I hadn't seen Jeff Bezos' wife, I, I probably wouldn't know if I ran into her at all. Yeah. Like, and I run in there, start to take, you know, we were having a drink talking, yeah. like, hey, what's up? How you doing? Like, you know, you so, let's kick number? it. Yes. Do your attentions change before? No, no. But I'm saying. the attention that you have before you figure out who she is change when you learn who she is? Or you're just like. No. It doesn't change. The, I mean, if I'm a science teacher. That, if I'm a science teacher. more incentive. It's just like, don't see, fuck well, like when you go over there and you're about to beat, like are you about to be like you about to be like I have to make this go. Like this, this, this one counts. Because if it doesn't, forty mil gone. bro. Yeah, that's wild. That's why. Yeah. Okay. So my question, I got, I got a question. Is there anything out yet about like how much she's trying to get? Because she already got two point five billion. So how much more exactly is she trying to come up? with? Okay, let's not think of it. Uh, let, let, let me let me take a quick peek here. It it's says, gonna be a lot, bro. Because if he's worth 120, she and they've been married for how long? 30, 27, 27 30, years. 27 oh, 30 years. She's gonna get like no prenup, no prenup. She's gonna get oh, half yeah. of that, bro. She's gonna, say, she gonna touch like at least she's, she's gonna get a, at least 100 more billion. No, 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 she'll get sorry, sorry. Wait. Why did I say 100 more billion? No, I'm, no, no, she's gonna get at least 50 more billion. He'll get like fifty. Yeah. What? Fifty. I'm saying fifty billion total, probably. She'll probably get more than Basil's wife, just because of the wait, way the setup of it. Was there were they married longer than than Jeff and? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh a yeah, lot, a lot longer. Right right and they have and they have a bunch of kids too. I mean, yep. she she might touch 60, 70. We don't know. I know it's been divorced. And it's stock. Way. And it's Microsoft stock. So that that right there, it keeps going up or whatever. That's she's gonna. She's That's gonna crazy. keep. She's, she's gonna keep getting more and more money, man. That's wild. It, 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 it's a wild situation, and it, it's crazy because it's like, yeah, no one would care about a tech person, but besides that, he's like the richest person in the world. Everyone's diving into his divorce. So yeah, I mean, he also has a lot to do with, not a lot to do with the pandemic, but he was also an integral part of the pandemic, uh, which I really we, don't understand why we're listening to a, this dude. He's not even a, not even a science. He does computers, like. That's a whole different topic. I got a cough. I'm not going to Radio Shack to see what this cough is about. Like this dude is. is this, I don't know. I don't know. We don't. I don't know. We, That's, we've already. We've, we've kind of already dug, dived going, into that. I'm not, I'm not going back in there. Bro. Let's take a break from our episode to talk about one of our favorite sponsors, and that's the EverydayFan.com. They have it all, man. They have. Everything sporting news that you need from whether it's the NBA, you know, they got the NFL, they got the EPL, they got baseball, they got soccer. I mean, they have it all. You can follow them on Twitter. You can follow them on Instagram. You go to their website, theeverydayfan.com. These guys have everything sports that you need to know, and they're up to date to the minute. They're reposting, posting everything. You need to follow them to get the best perspective like everyday fans like you are. While you're there, though, they also have a crazy memorabilia section where you can pick up some of the hottest memorabilia in the game, and you can make your man cave one to envy. That is the everydayfan.com. Everyone, go check them out. Show them some love. Shout out to Everyday Fan, and we will get back into this episode with Tyrus. Back in there, bro. I got, I got something else for you guys. Have you guys ever, have you guys ever heard of a potato cannon? Yeah, bro. This thing will, they, they will shoot out at about sixty miles an hour. Tyrus, have you ever heard of one of these? I don't think so. Does it look like the, the shit that they got at the games where they put the yeah. shit in there? So it, it, it looks <laughs> yeah. like that. So 
It is a potato cannon. So my yeah. my homie, I, I was just talking to somebody about this other day. Actually, Terrence knows him, Nick, my buddy Nick. Yeah. So back in like sixth, seventh grade, Nick has 80 acres right outside Prairie, right by Prairie High School. And uh, we used to just do wild, wild shit. And so for one of his like school projects, he made a potato cannon. It's basically just a PVC pipe. It looks like a bazooka. And there's like a little, like you, you spray hairspray at the one end and then you light it and it shoots this potato, bro. So the first time I go over there, he's like, yeah, man, I made this for a school project, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, dude, that's crazy. Like, let me, let me see this thing shoot. Bro, I'm telling you, it shoots like 200 yards. Really? A, full, a full potato, bro. Like, 200 yards that's boom, like, boom. Like a, oh yeah if you're like a if, shotgun if you're standing in front of it bro you, you it might kill you for real yeah for real no i only know what a potato gun is because i saw it on an episode of uh trailer park boys and they shot each other with me bro I, <laughs> we used to ride around on a quad and i'd be on the back just like we were military people just boom just <laughs> shooting shit in his whole house bro <laughs> In the house, you mean? or No, outside? like outside. Oh, so we had yeah. these chicken coops. We're driving around. I shit you not. Release and the all, Well, all all of his, yeah. like, all of his buildings are all run down. And so there's one window left. And us being just dumbass kids, we're like, oh, yeah, we got to shoot this one out for sure. Bro. You did it. Yes, I did it. I was yeah. on the back. <laughs> he, 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 like, drives by on the quad. And I try to, like, we're trying to hit it full speed. Boom. Bust it. Just splatters it like, oh, shit, okay, let's clean this shit up. Bro, like a day or two later, his parents got so fucking pissed at us. So pissed. Don't go on quad shooting potatoes. But the crazier thing is that we ended up burning that chicken coop down on New Year's Eve. And that and it's our purpose. All right. So it started with we were and this is like eighth grade. And this is what happens in Prairie when you have 80 acres and you have nothing to do. We um rich white kids. Yeah, this yeah, this is this is bad. Yeah. So we're like we're we're asking his dad, we're like, hey, can we burn this down? Like we're eighth graders, like we want to burn this chicken coop down. Like, no, we're just trying to have like a mini party, I guess. Yeah. So all the parents like his dad's like, No, 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 it's gonna be a fine, blah blah blah. Like the firefighters will come, blah blah blah. We're like, ah, oh, whatever. So we wait till the New Year's Day and everyone's like drunk. Everybody's hammered. So we go to his dad, we're like, Hey, can we burn this down? Can we burn this down? And he's like, Yeah, why not? Do it, let's do it. Bro, I tell you, we lit this thing, and it was like a 50-foot building, 50-foot like long and probably like 10 feet high. We started pouring diesel on it. <laughs> we pouring diesel on it. Bro, we were crazy. So we put diesel on it, light this thing, bro, and it just is boom, huge. And like he lives like at the base of the Hawkinson Hills, like the road straight out from Prairie, like going towards Hawkinson. I shit you not, like within like 40 minutes, we just see – a fire truck coming down the long way that he had a long driveway come up, bro. What happened? You guys get out of there? No, we had to stay there. So then the parents come out. Well, they came out and then they blamed us. So the firefighters are yelling at us. They're yelling at my boy Nick, like, what do you got? Like, really in his face. And he has like this smirk on his face. And he's just like, <laughs> and the dude turns and is like, get that smirk off your face, man. This shit ain't funny. Like, this ain't funny. <laughs> you motherfuckers are getting in trouble, bro. Hey, it you was, guys never got in trouble. No, I think I, okay. I think his dad. I think his dad did get fined. They got fined, like ten k or something. But it wasn't even. A, it wasn't dangerous, bro. It was in the middle of nowhere, bro. Like, what are you fucking talking about? That wasn't dangerous. How you burn? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's no, not dangerous. <laughs> hey, it was unreal, though. It was unreal. You say y'all was in the eighth grade? 
Eighth grade, yeah, we're wild. That's wild. That's That's extremely wild. dangerous. I would like, my, I would, what? You gotta understand though, we've been doing stuff like this though out there. We like we used to stuff like this. We used to we used to be <laughs> we used to be really brutal on each other out there. They're like shooting each other with paintballs. I got shot by a BB gun out there, bro. It did not feel good. No shit. Paintballs, shit. fucking everything, bro. We just don't get the fucking BB gun, you shoot your eye out. Sound like y'all need y'all on TV shows, but it sounds like bro. TV. It was it was Jack wild. Asses. Jackass yeah. for sure. People got their tooth shot out, bro. We used to play airsoft. People getting their teeth popped out, bro. Bad, bad news. People crashing quads, bro. Broken arms. Well, enough of this wild boy nonsense. <laughs> Let's switch it to something that we all have a little experience in: basketball. I'm. Who do y'all think is gonna win this finals this year? Because I have no idea. Man, I have no idea who's gonna win this. People, people. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are thinking the Lakers because they won last year, but I don't see it happening with them. Um, Utah, maybe. I think I think it's gonna be Utah. If Brooklyn stays healthy, it's gonna be Brooklyn and Utah. And you don't think know. you don't think a healthy Lakers though? Could, the inside presence of the, the Lakers team is pretty. Yeah. But he's but okay. But they no for sure. But LeBron, if you don't have LeBron, you're not winning the championship. My opinion, well, at least with this team this year. Well, that I, I personally—that's the whole difference maker, no? No, yeah, for sure. I think I think if LeBron's playing, then they—I think they win. But even if he's playing, he's talking about he doesn't—he's not—he's not. He said he's never going to be one hundred percent. Yeah, how much longer is he going to play, man? I mean, yeah, you, you turn an ankle; it's never—it's not really always the same. Yeah, yeah turning this, turning the wheel on lap three hundred is a little different than you know catching a flat on lap four or five. I get it, <laughs> but. <laughs> What does that say, bro, about the future for them? Like, what are they going to do if he's not good? If you think it's going to linger? Like, if he lingers, if his injury lingers and he's missing games on the regular next season, do you think he's like, you think he's going to shut it down? Next, I don't no, know. he's waiting for it to play with Bronny. He's waiting to play with Bronny. That's his lie, I hope that happens. I hope that happens. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know because this is kind of the time where you start to hear the kids in his grade who are the elite kind of separate and get ready for like that next level. Haven't really heard anything from that kid, but he just came off of an injury, though. I think. Yeah, but it's tough, man. Nonetheless, I but this... I, I don't know. Either way, who do you got, Tyrus? Who do you who do you got? Who do you got winning it, or who do you have going to it? Going. You're, you're a big LeBron guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm also realistic. So I don't like I said, if he's healthy, if like I said, if Brian's healthy, I think the Lakers come out of the West. I think, um, I think, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's tough to me for to say anybody than Brooklyn. I mean, like, oh, hold up, hold up. Phoenix. Phoenix is pretty good. Why am I there? There's well, yeah, they're second. Really good, actually. But that, I don't see anybody beating Utah, bro. Not. I, I see Utah going to the finals because they just have, they have how many guys do they have on the team that are shooting above forty? I know it's more than five. Yeah, no, that's so the well, they have the defensive player of the year, and then they have just really good scores between you know Mitchell, Conley, Bogdanovich, Ingles gets hot. They're averaging more threes than, than yeah, the Warriors. Like the, than well, the Warriors did. Surprising. How many other then win? What Warriors? The like the main Warriors. <sighs> The main Warriors were averaging like 16 or it was like when the Warriors won their titles, they were, they were averaging like 16 threes a game or something. And the Jazz were like right there, which is 
Crazy stat. Yes, that's wild. Because I'm telling you, when we were playing them in that mind, we played them shorthanded. We had seven, eight guys for this game in Utah. <laughs> you played point guard? <laughs> no, no, that was Phoenix. Um, but no, they, they. I remember they hit a ton of threes on us, and it was pretty much over a half. But I was like, bro, granted, we're not healthy. We Our team's a little up and down, but – they, the way they were shooting it, if they can get hot like that on a good team, I don't. Yeah. I it's hard to stop, bro. And I, I really think they have a chance of winning the whole thing because the other thing is, I don't know. Knock on wood, I hope that Mike James gets a championship, and I hope Brooklyn stays healthy. But if they don't, and yeah. you know guys are missing games, it doesn't matter. Milwaukee, <laughs> I don't see them winning it. Philly, they're really good. I think Joel should be MVP. I don't, I don't think they're winning it. Denver, it's hard without Jamal. Nah, yeah, it's yeah, hard it's without hard. Jamal, bro. It's tough. Uh, wait, 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 wait. We gotta rewind a little bit. To Mike James. To Mike yeah, James. well, yeah, that, that, that for sure, that <laughs> for sure. And then we'll, we can talk about that in the next. I was gonna talk about you said in B, but uh, Joker, Joker is. Filthy. I think he's. Yes, he's. I mean, he's he's having a career year. Is even a career year for him, or he's just yeah. It's, yeah it's, it's a career year. It's a it's an unbelievable year. Yeah, anytime you win the MVP race, but God, I, mean, I, think, like... I think Embiid should be MVP because he means more to that team. Uh, does Joker. he though? Uh, I don't think so. Is that, does he? Uh, I don't hear, he's here's my thing. With, here's my thing with Joker. Joker, or at least last time I checked, I don't know what they are now. He leads his team in like. Eight, no, and everything. Eight, eight, no, yeah, and like everything. everything. And he's he's like averaging like damn near a 30-point triple-double. Damn near. Like. No, don't get me wrong. That's amazing. And he, he is the cog that makes the Nuggets run efficient. But, bro, I just don't – like Philly had – Philly had uh, Embiid last year. He was healthy, and they were really good. And then they got some injuries down the line in the bubble, but – the, the, he's he is a different team, and this team from that team is a different team because now I feel like they have a different coach, but they also have Embiid who's playing unreal yeah. out of his mind. For sure, that to me, like what he means, and that's the same thing because that's the same. That's why LeBron gets robbed a lot is because, like, yeah, their team is you know they're they're doing cool, they're in the standings, or whatever. But like, he means more to Philly. I just I, I get it, and it's hard to say it's that close, because it's, yeah, it's, it's hard to say because Jokic leads his team in everything. But yeah, I just don't know. Like they, I just don't know if they do, who does worse without those guys. He he has Denver. Denver. I, I would say I would say Denver only because bro, if he if he's leading his team, bro, in that many categories, it's hard to say that they yeah. would be worse. You and know what I mean? Surrounding like, players, the surrounding players too. I mean, and then I mean, just look at when when Jamal did go down. Look at Joker's play. Like, bro, he started. I mean. So he, I would say he's definitely more valuable. Yeah. Like, bro, he's like he's damn near their point. He's damn near their PG too. He hasn't missed a game either, bro. That's the big thing for the MVP. Also, he hasn't. like, I don't, I don't think he's missed a game. So it's it's tough because Embiid's been out for some of the year. Yeah, and that's another thing because he was bought, bro. Yeah, he was good. He was. He was I'm, I'm watching this man's game. I'm like, bro, this guy without without them, like, I don't know what happens. I know they have yeah. a few good players, but like when you have Ben Simmons out there and he can't shoot and you're like it's it's tough bro to get shots it's hard to find buckets like when your point guard is like not a great shooter and he's like literally carrying all the scoring load for everything but i don't know it's 
He's, he's definitely. But that's the for Jokic too, because he does lead his category. He leads his team in everything. But I don't know. I don't know why I'm biased. Maybe it's because Jokic literally slapped the black off my skin. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this, bro. You can't really see the scar. Oh, that was hilarious. I was watching the that game too, bro. Oh my god, bro. He slapped so hard. Like I was, I was, I was like bleeding through my shirt after the game. So I was just like. So I'm biased. So I hope. In the- <laughs> All right. Last thing before we finish up, though. Hey, Mike James though has been balling. He is an offensive machine. That boy had. That's that another person who last night was faithful to the grind and had yeah, a different facts. journey and a different process than everybody. Because everybody. I remember in high school, Mike James. I put was, AU with him. He was. We, yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's let's give the people some context. Mike James. We're all from the same city. We're all from Portland. We went to Jefferson. Ty, she went to Evergreen. I went to Greenville, yeah. too. And you went to Okay. <laughs> same, same, same as me. Same as me. Yeah, okay, yeah, for, for sure. For sure. Really all of us. But we are. We, <laughs> I went to Jeff. You went to Grant, where Mike James went. And then Potsy went to Jeff. So we had a little rival. So, like, I knew Mike James, like, my freshman year, sophomore year. And we knew that he was, like, you know, he was a, a good player on good Grant's sport. team. But he was, like, at that time, like, nobody thought, like, he was going to be, like, Mr. Superhero and just dominate over there. Yeah. And we knew he had game, but I, I, I did have because my first two years, I felt like, oh yeah, I'm good. I'm for sure the best guard in Portland. But then like, it was a time when they won state and Mike balled out. He got a dunk like at the buzzer. All, I was like, okay, this dude is like, he definitely gotten better because it was a time he couldn't he couldn't dunk. He, he was an okay shooter. He was like, you know, a solid score. But bro, it was like between like it must have been like his sophomore year to like his senior year where he just like took off, bro. Because where did he go to college? No, even uh, that. He so, started out. He started JUCO. He went to yeah. Uh, he Eastern, JUCO. Eastern, exactly. Eastern. He went to Lamar. And he, he, and he just kept getting better and better and better and better. And then when he went to overseas, I was like, oh, Mike is like overseas. Oh, and he's killing overseas. And then when he comes yeah. back to, he played for the Suns when they were like horrible. And then he left. And I was just like, I don't think it's because he wasn't good enough. He just no. He averaged ten points. He averaged ten and, points when he's on the and it, Yeah, and it was just that team was just like not good. That's the team. Yeah. That so I was like, I, I don't, I want to get out or whatever he said. Earl Watson was coaching him. It was just yeah, like, so it, it was a it mess. There, it was a mess, right? And so he left, goes back overseas, balls out again, and now he's Getting coming paid. over here and he's yeah. making the game look so easy, bro. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm so happy for him because he, he, if he gets a ring this year, I feel like all of everybody in Portland got a ring. I don't care. <laughs> he's on the game for 11 games and play one game or whatever. Like he, because yeah. he, he's making, he's balling over. He's doing the same thing he's doing the Euro out here yeah. and nobody's checking him. So, and, yeah. and, that, and that's dope too because, uh, I mean, shit, him with E-Man. Yeah, he's with E-Man. That's, that's even crazy, that's, bro. That's even crazy. Like, that's what I'm saying. That's that's crazy. Crazy. Like and if you email you Doka, he's he was our uh AU coach. Mentor, he went to our same coach. high school back, you know, what in the nineties. Yeah. Um he, NBA player. Coach, NBA player played with the Spurs for a number of years. He coached with the Spurs under pop for years. Wow. Oh, wow. For a while. And then he just uh he, he went to, went to Philly, yeah. I think. Philly, right? Then Philly yeah. and Brooklyn. He's he's Philly. He's in Philly for yeah. and now he's in Brooklyn. So I mean, he, he was. It's a he Portland was connection for sure. Yeah, Portland connection for sure. So it happened for them guys, bro. It's interesting too, because like it, Sue got a ring. It'd be crazy turn around. And and Mike James gets a ring. You know, it's he two rings up. to the city in the same year. It's pretty nah, pretty wild. Two, two rings to Grant. 
to Grant specifically. Oh, facts. <laughs> that, that's, that's big time. That's big time. And his that's journey. Hate, bro. Somebody from Jeff got to get a ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like talk, kind of connecting back to Mike. That's why, like, like, I, like I rock with Mike tough just because I like I've wa- I've watched his journey over the years. Like, I'll joke around. Like, I'll hit him on the gram. Like, bro. Like, like I, I I'll admit. Like, bro, I still moves from his bag all the time. Like, just because, like, the way he plays and the way, like, bro, he's in control of his speed and how he moves, like, and just playing in open gyms with him just as I was growing up and as I was even, you know what I mean, progressing, like, that's somebody I was just like, yeah, I'm taking shit from him because, like, yeah, bro, like, that's just somebody who, like, you can also see, like, is very comfortable with the process. I mean, clearly. No, for sure. Clearly. Yeah. And now you can see he's playing with that confidence. Confidence is half the game. You have confidence. Yeah. And then you can do whatever you want to, but. And you feed off those other guys. You feed off those other guys too. I mean, obviously, like Kyrie and KD, they give you like the utmost confidence when you when you Uh, watch them and you're playing along them. DeAndre Jordan. I mean, if they're like KD's hyping you up on the sideline, like bro, yeah, you're lit. Yeah, for sure. All right, Tyrus. Hey, man, I really appreciate you hopping on. How about you shout out all your social media where they can get your gear, all of that, so everyone knows where to get it. Yes, sir. My personal Instagram is at Hose Down. Brand XX Divine Official, um, uh, Twitter XX Divine Co, uh, and then website xxdivine.com. That's where you can cop everything. Definitely check us out on Instagram though. Again, XX Divine Official. That's where you'll get a lot of the the updates and everything like that. So shout the pop out to uh, the, the pop up shop. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. This Saturday, twelve p.m. Uh, May fifteenth. That's when the doors open again. Twelve p.m. May fifteenth. Status Orlando downtown. I believe it's off of Magnolia Avenue. So. You gonna be um, here? Yep, I'll be there. I'll be there. This ain't me, bro. Come to the house. Uh, I'll go with you up there, bro. For sure. For yeah, sure. Yeah, All right, man. You. Appreciate you again, and uh, we'll have to chop it up soon. Good morning. Good evening. Good night. Yeah. Welcome to the show. What a wonderful delight. Uh. Yeah. Potsy and T. Ross better chop up on the mic. Just sit back, have a laugh, catch a vibe, and enjoy the ride. Yeah.